Hello and welcome back to the Vidcast Extra episode 23. No extra extra cast this week. We're feeling a bit more relaxed and very excited. It feels like cut final day, doesn't it, Panda? Definitely. I've got my suit and tie on. I'm sat here. <laughs> you know, you, know, you still used to see those clips, didn't you, of uh, you know university students or people that get to FA Cup finals on Championship Manager and they, yeah, yeah, wear, yeah. they, they wear their suits. That's always tickled me. Um, but no, I, I'm so, so excited today. Woke up and um, yeah, just oh, there's an air of anticipation. And I have to give a good, a fair shout out to, I think Sam Friedman, a couple of others, maybe I'll link them later, who I thought offered some very good discussion around uh, potentially a lower dividend uplift. You know, the, the misconception around that we need massive dividends to get to a one billion market cap. Um, I don't See, know if you I, saw I, that saw, I saw the exact it was same tweet and I, yeah. and I had some constructive criticism for it. So maybe, well, should we talk about it now? I mean, it was a, it was go a good on, tweet. Yeah, I think. Enlighten me. Um, so let, let me, should I actually put up the tweet just so put it up, it's, it's I, as accurate as possible? I bookmark it and there, there was a few other people as well that also discussed that. Yeah. Uh, that so I think concept. Sam tweeted something like, there's some real confusion about the £1 billion market cap in the community that's led to Cole having to downplay expectations. To get to the cap only requires that players double in price on average. Um, and then he says, so for instance, the value of Sancho shares in the current cap is roughly £40 million. If he doubles in price, that goes to £50 million. If he got to 3x that, there'd be £200 million in Sancho alone, which is more than the whole market is worth at the moment. So 40 to 50% increase this year, and next would keep yields equivalent with now a £1 billion market. Um, all figures estimates, of course. Uh, I would also add that how dividends and increase is an important way, uh, important as the overall percentage. If I cleverly created 50%, 57% figure last time by whacking up Starman value, the real value was a lot less. Positional wins are paid out three times as much. So the instant, so for, in, uh, for instance, an overall 25% increase that was focused on MB would cost them a lot more than a much higher percentage increase that would was all focused on gold day star man look at the details not just the headline number so i thought that was brilliant um brilliant. Okay. the only the only holes i had to pick in it is that um that's under the presumption that the delta of yes. how many shares it takes to move up a price correct stays consistent and and by the calculations i think he's probably used six to nine hundred um i think sam used six to nine hundred no he used twelve hundred see twelve hundred to nine hundred to six hundred which i think those thresholds are wrong mm, mm. so uh, that was the only bone i had to pick which obviously yep. if you change those thresholds to um 800 500 300 then it becomes a very different story doesn't it in terms of how much absolutely is absolutely. needed to increase yeah. them up but nonetheless very good thread yeah good thread and yeah, there was a few of them as well and i will try and credit the other authors of those tweets, you know, because there are two ways to look at it. I mean, I think that a lot of liquidity has been um, taken out with the removal of instant sell just initially. And so we need a little bit of compensation for that. And the products had extremely great growth from last October. But then when I step back and look at the bigger picture at the same time, I think, wow, we've survived COVID um it's been handled beautifully we've got phase one of all the books which i know isn't ideal we want the sell orders as well but that's being built we've got a bit of a roadmap for the summer you know i feel like we're in a very good position and obviously when i look at the outside world and the financial markets and uh, the job situations you know we're in a bit of a bubble here so you know we're i'm just excited to see what today brings and obviously we'll get to our predictions later and um selfishly you know yes i think that it should be an aggressive uplift but if it's not it doesn't mean we're not getting to the one billion market cap you know 
So I think that was the balance we needed. I mean, before before we get into those predictions, sure. what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Went to a farm this week, which I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> Done a bit of gold panning. Have you ever heard of that thing? Mm, absolutely not. You never heard of that? Did you have a childhood? Right, this is oh, where. Uh... <laughs> no, you, you basically you have a pan and you scoop the sand out of the pan, and then you kind of sift it and clean it. And oh work. yeah, and then you yeah, get yeah, little yeah, gold yeah. nuggets which remain, and then you fill the gold nuggets into a cup, and then you get a yeah. middle for it. So yeah, so I did a bit of that with the little one and uh, saw some animals, so that was fun. I've also got some news that I think I want to buy a dog. Really? Have you got any pets? No, yourself. I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. But what, where, how's that? Where's that come from? Missus wants to get a dog because she's right. We're all at home. No, no one seems to work in this household, so like, <laughs> it's, it's nice if we can look after a dog. Um, you know, we, a dog would be great company, and it'd be good for my son. And um, yeah, I quite fancy a Labrador, but I wouldn't know where you even go to buy these things from. So oh, I mean, um, look, you, you've, I was going to put that to the fans. Haven't yeah, you? if anyone could let me know if there's like a, a website or. Like I done a bit of research through the night last night, and it said you need to do proper due diligence on it. It needs to be from a breeder. You have got to check the parents haven't had hip dysplasia. You know, I was going into a bit of detail on it, but there must be some dog fans out there. So if anyone can link me or or discuss that with me in DMs around the best way to go about getting a Labrador puppy, I'd be much appreciated. And you're going to answer those DMs, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... I mean, I might do if the, if the concept is right. Yeah, I mean, if it's about if it's selfishly helping me, then I probably will. Um, so <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting. I didn't really expect that. For people, I think some people think we plan these like, uh, "What have you been up to this week?" conversations, the catch-ups, as uh, yeah, a constructively critical fan has has, has given us. Oh, I'll tell you what. The comment, the comments on the show last week. I do love the comments and all the interaction. I mean, there was a couple where. I was criticised for my sound. So, you know, I've been trying to work on not tailing off at the end of sentences, although I know successful CEOs vary their pitch and their tone. So I was criticised for that, but now I've gone too loud. So it's making people jump. You know, so I'm trying to be more consistent with... I can't tell if it's fig sabotage. You know, why am I now coming across too loud? I don't know, honestly. (sighs) Honestly. I think people think I'm like an audio engineer. I'm not. (laughs) You know, a sound engineer. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not a sound engineer. I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm slap dashing this bit together. Have we got any any things from last episode that we want to discuss? I know there was um, Pebble Index SODD uh, was like just listening to the fastest player discussion, which you apparently forgot about. It uh, he said reminded me of this was great. I should do it again. And this was like a sprint challenge in 1992 where they got loads of footballers to do the hundred meters. I don't remember that at all. I would number one. I don't remember it in 92, but I don't even remember discussing fast. Were players, you drunk? when we had this conversation i must have been the only thing i remember from last week is the four-way battle we had sorry pardon me on um on foden saka greenwood and uh hudson adoy mm. that's the only mm. thing i remember from last week mm. Which i mean it was thing. exhilarating conversation it was <laughs> and, and three of good... those three of those players have done very well <laughs> someone sent me the funniest photo of like four four dragon heads and three of them look really fierce and mean and then one of them you know, it just looks a fairly sorry state of affairs and that represents Hudson Adoy. Because let's be honest now, I mean Hudson Adoy has really got his work cut out, hasn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. I mean, at Chelsea and at England now, doesn't he? Yeah. And especially with Frank, you know, Pulisic has come in and turned into Hazard Light on the left. Timo Werner is arriving. Kai Havertz looks very close to, to me reading between the lines. Um they spent a lot of money on Ziek. Uh, or Zayec, I don't really know the pronunciation there, who's going to play on the right, I would think, and be on a lot of set pieces. Uh, Mason Mount 
has added quite a bit to his game, I think, post-COVID. So there's a lot of options there, you know. I, I think Tammy Abraham, sadly, has been phased out. Really? Uh, I think so, because Giroud, Olivier Giroud, has started three Premier League games, potentially four. So it looks like there's a bit of, dis- you know, not trusting on um, on Tammy. So, yeah, poor hudson Adoy has got his work cut out. I also got a bit of stick last week for Everton fans saying, how comes <laughs> I um, was, you know, berating Leicester and didn't give credit to Everton? You know, I... I love Everton Football Club, to be fair. I love the <laughs> No, I didn't know. Listen, <laughs> Goodison Park under the There's a backtrack if I've ever seen one. No. <laughs> I love some... Everton Football Club. <laughs> listen, there's something about Merseyside. Anfield under the lights. Goodison Park under the lights. You know, back to Everton when they won. Did they win a couple of league titles in the 80s? Um, this, they are quite magical football clubs um, across Stanley Park from each other. So I, I got a lot, of love, a lot of love for Everton, although they were fairly poor on Monday night against Spurs. <laughs> They were, they were. Yes. Um, and the Wolf was wrong, wasn't he? Well. Two, two losses in a row for Wolves. Yeah. I, I, One from the Mighty the mighty Gunners, yeah, which yeah. we gave no chance. Should have been about three or four, actually. Yeah, true. I, I'm reluctant to say the Wolf is wrong because there is, <laughs> I haven't met a mind like the Wolf has. And, uh, you know, all he said to me was, you really need to be careful of Wolves. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they were very good. But unfortunately, yeah, they, they weren't really built to play from behind, were they? So they went 1-0 down to Arsenal last week. And when Adama missed that chance, they just went to pieces. I thought they were composure, um, trust in their technique. I thought they were terrible last week. The long was. throws as well. I was oh, really shocked. They felt yeah. like we were playing Stoke. And um, credit, to, credit to your lads. You know, <sighs> Arsenal start with our hot mic commentary. They come out the blocks poorly, I thought, against um, City. And then they lost to Brighton. Is that right? Yeah. Since then, clean sheet. You know, well, apart from Leicester with 10 men, but they've been defending well. It looked quite resilient, Arsenal. Mm, so. mm. And a couple of good contract extensions, right? Mm, mm. I mean, um, you know, Saka's looks class. I mean, you got a comment, didn't you, about uh, you getting his stats wrong? <laughs> oh, that's another... Disgusting. The, co- that the comments actually. honestly make my week, even the if anti- they're negative. The anti-pump, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Someone He's, said There's only two players uh, in the Premier League that have more assists with him than him in all competitions. And you just... We just, you know, you didn't even <laughs> felt, mention that. If that was Sancho, it's, you know, you're probably adding about 25% onto his stats. <laughs> someone, someone, if that was Sancho, I'm probably adding another five tweets to my, twi- <laughs> to my, twi- to my 25th tweet thread. <laughs> that was a very good thread, by the way. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I did, yeah. I did marvel at the insight that you went into. Um, yeah. 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 It's a funny one, isn't it, Twitter? I mean, number one, I think the FI community are quite hilarious. Like, this Pat account <laughs> makes me laugh weekly. And then, have you seen the rumours that Caleb Hale is the market maker? <laughs> you see, there's... I've, not really, I've not really been aware okay. of these conversations, there's something, but I there's have, something I have on the... seen him yeah. on the ticker. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... so someone thinks that's FI and it's got around Slack and it's in the Football Index forum. And then, obviously, Caleb Hale's popped up now with a Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> then we've got seem to have loads of wrestling fans don't we on the Twitter so I, I was actually sitting I was literally in between calls and I had about 15 minutes and I was like yeah. do I actually just go become a wrestling and um, where's, <laughs> where's fucking Pat from uh, EastEnders yeah do I go watch those two religiously until I actually understand what the fuck's been talking about There's a, talked a about in like 20% of the conversations I'm I, I think in your Patreon chat the one that we uh, we obviously have some we have some good chat in there with people I think that you may want to now start a WWE thread <laughs> a channel so I we do, can have, I our, have to. yes have so to. we can have our like private chats about the Attitude Era in there 
Even like Ginger Pierlo comes back with quite a bit. There's loads yeah. of wrestling fans, isn't there? Yeah, there is. I mean, from that the, era, the other sports channel, but there's there's also I think necessary to start making a wrestling one because that can mm. get out of the uh, the other channels. But yeah, yeah, quick quick uh, plug for the Discord there, the Patreon. If you guys are interested in, in checking out the Patreon, go over to patreon.com forward slash fi guide. Fi Gardener joined this week, which was amazing so, into the Discord. So oh, excited. Did you see his, his comment from the last podcast? It says, great listen, guys. And this made me laugh, actually. This is really becoming my podcast highlight of the week. At the end, you mentioned Cruises and Jane McDonald. True story. This gardener has trimmed her bush. Keep up the great work. Who, who is Jane McDonald again? Jane McDonald is, um, she's known in the world to be one of the great cruise line singers. And she Did also we talk about cruises last <laughs> I don't remember talking about cruises. I have no I no recollection. Jane McDonald also pops up quite a bit on Loose Women. So I usually have my lunch and pop, <laughs> pop, I usually pop in from the hammock um, through the back of the house. And um, yeah, I watch Loose Women and have a sandwich or scrambled egg with that. So she sometimes appears on Loose Women. Um, Ooh, fair play. Fair play. She, yeah, but, fair play uh, she, gardener. Yeah, I'm surprised that he knows her. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's uh, he knows quite a few things. He knows people. everything. Yeah, he does. I'm going to go through two more comments. Right, go go for it. So I love the fans. F F I <laughs> F I runner said I can confirm that chocolate milk is the one. And then yep. I said, I think we're all realizing that fig intelligence is greater than pandas as we creep up to the quarter century of episodes. Mm. Yeah. And you That's said, run a poll if you're so confident. <laughs> this is pure hyperbole. And then I said, I don't need polls. Mr. Hyperbole. I'll show you, you my know, DMs next Thursday. And can I be honest? I've had absolutely no DMs telling me that I'm smarter than you. Like zero. Um, mm. And then what? Nick yep. Morris, the great um, Nick Morris, did a, <laughs> did a poll. I see some. I don't MCM. know what that means. I don't, you know, anyway, <laughs> you got a pretty resounding win. 68 to 20, uh, 32%. So 68%. Appreciate everyone who's voted for me. So 68% backed yeah. Panda in that poll. I, I so was, thank, I was in the you. market for some click farms in Bangladesh at that point. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wasn't. To, I wasn't yeah. afraid to set apart like you know, hundred quid just to see you, um, just to mm. see you blush on air. Honestly, honestly, well, you didn't need. Did you? Did that, you? So. Did you listen to the Rob Cheese right episode? I, oh, I just wanted to say that as well. I thoroughly enjoyed it last week, and I've sent a private DM to Robert and said, <laughs> just thoroughly enjoyed you. I thought articulate, good opinions, um, just an enjoyable listen. Bloody hell, yeah. F-I-L-L is a smart man, isn't he? Yeah, I've played around with this calculation that he's offered. And another guy's put a Google sheet out there. That's quite useful for the community. You know, I think with models, very tricky, isn't it? I mean, we've always said this. It's a finger in the air guide. I think for in simplistic terms, you know, you can look back over the last year and loosely base that on dividends going forward. But there is so much projection in. I mean, I was used to work when I used to work in finance. We'd have the phrase, you know, shit in, shit out. You know, if you feed bad information into a model, it doesn't matter how sophisticated it is, shit's going to come out the other side. So much is based on your inputs and your assumptions. And I don't think even the most skilled modeler may, you know, has all the information and knows where careers are going. I mean, so much can change, right? You know, I want to just talk about Kai Havertz. This is a 60-second story. I don't believe that John Cross and some of our weaker journalists in this country knew too much about Kai Havertz. He then, we then had a global pandemic, COVID. Bundesliga returned first because the German government were on top of it and managed R, the transmission rate, fairly effectively, it looks like. Anyway, Kai Havertz comes out and scores quite a few goals in the early stages of German football returning. That meant that the English journalists have started to appreciate him more and his media profile has grown. How the hell do you model that a year ago? Like, there are so many, it's like sliding doors, you know, there's so many 
things and, and moments that you can't account for. You know, like Sancho's hat trick, what timing that was because he was slightly being sold off then. You know, it's very difficult where careers go. We've always said this together, haven't we? Tactics, manager changes, um, injuries. Very difficult to be confident in any very, forward projections, which is the beauty and the fun of the game. It, it's, it is so hard, isn't it? I mean, you know, that's probably for another episode. But That's uh, for another episode, yes. John Cross is a shit journalist, just to put it out there as well. Well, you he's, know what? He's, he's awful. <sighs> He's an Arsenal fan, isn't he? he I think oh, he wrote shocking. part of the Wenger book. And oh, he's so bad. He's meant to be connected to Arsenal. He's absolutely I not. can pull you up five or six uh, articles he's written stating things as fact that have not come to fruition. <laughs> he gets a lot wrong he for does. someone that's potentially in the know at Arsenal. He does. He does. All right, last comment. Right. F- okay, sorry. Yep. F index plus PL anatic. Yes. So he's like a index and FPL fanatic. Interesting. I know him. Hi, guys. This is going to sound shit, but I'm going to say it anyway. I knew yeah. at that point that this wasn't going to be a nice comment. Yeah. Is there any chance yeah. you can timestamp the pod so I know when, you're, when you start having a catch-up <laughs> and you start talking about FI, please? <laughs> I will do that in future episodes, in more orthodox episodes. I will, yeah, I will. The classic format of, you know, hey, what's going on? Intro, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes span to seven minutes, depending on what nature story is, is taken out of a science journal of uh, pandas liking. Correct, correct. And I'm going to say, I'm going to start putting it in the description, FI and football content starts at this minute, so everyone th- can be happy. Yeah, I think that's so those fans I, that love the intros. They I get to too many DMs and and outpourings of love that need that science update in the first <laughs> six seven minutes or the milk update. So we will keep that in, but by all means, we'll timestamp it to accommodate absolutely. all. Yeah, absolutely. So in this one, there's no timestamp because we've kind of mixed and matched. There's been a lot of FI yeah. right from the off, but um, in future episodes, I will definitely timestamp it. Cool. But, um, I mean, it's time, isn't it? Here we go. Then this is G- where give now me your we prediction. <sighs> right. This is where I make for the record. We're recording at two thirty-five p.m. It's, right now. Yep. Two thirty-five of July. Of, yeah. Very good. Officially put. So, wow. This is exciting. I, I'm nervous because I'm losing a reputation as a professional speculator. Where am I going to go tonight? Right. I'm going to go for a fifty-seven percent increase. Okay. And that is across the board, fairly homogeneously, if that's the word. Um, so an Including uplift, IPDs? No, sorry. An uplift on MB and PB by 57%, fairly equally. I believe that IPD is going to remain the same. And I think we're going to get a curveball in some form, which offers some value to the lower end of the market, which is... I don't really like this lower end versus top end discussion, but anyway, but I think we could get something in the form of super match day points or team of the month based. And I base that on, um, I use uh, Adam Cole's, you know, public information reading between the lines. There was a tweet a little while ago where they highlighted in bold that we've got, I think 577,000 uh, signups. And I thought that was interesting. So I'm being a bit a tin hat conspiracy theory. Um, and my other reason for my uh, prediction i can't remember what it is i'm gonna leave it there so that's my prediction please Vic, book so i think i've tossed and turned about this probably more I know, than I'd... most and yes. i think this is the most the most i've thought about a dividend increase ever really and mm. i'm pretty mm. similar now so i think we've been on the pod before and, and talked about 100 percent how they should this is that's what we're <laughs> hoping for that's what they should do but with obviously the tweet that we have and that's you know information that we have in front of us the tweet that came out from adam probably people are he's probably seen that maybe he's listened to the pod maybe he's seen lots of stuff on twitter and i think he's probably said 
that's not going to happen. People need to uh, kind of get realistic. Um, also, just as an aside, the the garbage about the leaked dividend table. Garbage, wasn't that? Absolute garbage. Nonsense again. I never didn't, didn't believe it for a second. Get in the bin. Um, get in the don't bin. fall for that nonsense. And I mean, yeah, and goalkeepers were rising off the back of it. And <sighs> they, may, they may be proven to be right. I don't know, but... I shouldn't. I wouldn't be basing any buyers on on the leak that got out last night. Well, I say leak, just you know, nonsense. Like they might have been trialing to upload a new matrix, and pr- there's many factors which could have led to that glitch, even if it was real, which I wasn't sure if it was. But so that was nonsense. Agreed. Okay, then. So, so drum so, roll, so, please. I'm so, excited. So, no, no. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about my methodology first. Right. right. So I did. I did some maths. Right. And at the okay, moment, okay. with the bronze day, we're two plus two p. Correct. We so are. We are. You know, Let me bring that position. Up. Position yep. and star man, two plus two P. Yep. Hypothetically, if we had a hundred percent increase and that went to four plus four, right? Mm-hmm. And in play dividends got increased by hundred yes. percent. We would then be in a situation where someone scoring a hat trick, right? A striker scoring a hat trick would win more IPDs than a midfield positional win on a bronze day. That doesn't make much sense, does it? Uh, uh it doesn't. So then I was like, okay, well, could they increase it 100% without increasing in play dividends? And now then you get in a situation which is the opposite to the one that we were just in, where um, the in play dividends actually water down the, the the core dividends on offer. You then have a massive um, saturation of the in play dividends because they're not really worth that much compared to the core dividends. So if you then have 8p at hand um, uh, and um, the in play dividends stay the same, then that kind of looks a lot off comparatively. And now you could say to me like, well, Fig, you know, if someone scores a hat-trick now, it's it's the same ratios. But I, I, I'm not sure. I think like bronze days have almost become insignificant because of that fact. So I, I don't know about them doing a uh, 100% increase laterally across the board. Um, so Makes a lot then sense. I was like, right, we're going to have an increase. And I think it's probably going to be between... I think around about 65%. That's my gut. Mm. Um, and then I think, like you, we're going to have something adjacent to Super Match Day dividend points or mm. some sort of mechanism which gives us a penny per score over a certain amount. Because okay. the more I've thought about it, I'm like, okay, well, they can't increase dividends on IPDs and they can't keep them... Well, they, can keep, they can't keep them the same without doing something else. So they probably have to do something else. And I think... They've already given us some in-between-the-lines kind of stuff on that, you know, with Adam Cole saying um, in-play dividends are going to stay next season in his open letter, which yes. was a bit strange. I think we've discussed it before. Strange, we, like, we have it. That was a strange sentence. Okay, interesting. So they've actually considered, like, is this actually the, the way of life for FI? Correct. Dividends? And then you have the fact that in the survey, most traders said it was a nice-to-have. It wasn't a core fundamental part of the product right so those two things combined makes me think that ipds are like a bolt-on and they're not correct the core dividend strategy for fi so with that in mind i think about 65 percent, and i'm thinking and i'm thinking something a bolt-on which is in the in the mold of a super match day for dividend points or an over certain score sure thing okay i love so that's that me. that's brilliant okay well i Oh, this is exciting. I'm looking forward to our reaction to this, you know, when we record later tonight and see how close we were, because now we're out there. 
<laughs> we are out there. We are out there. Please don't hammer us if we are wrong. Oh, well, I, dread, I dread the comments if this is wrong. I just I, I fear when I wake when I wake up the morning after we record and I look at all that all the notifications. You know, I just oh, you don't know what you're going to read. So we're, we're uh, in a we're in a lose lose here. If we get it bang on, <laughs> someone's going to make some sort of conspiracy theory up. And oh, if we get it completely yeah. wrong, we get we get slacked off. So I mean, you know that right? it, it, I'm afraid it comes with the territory. You know, like when, I, when I put the Sancho thread out, I think it. It got a lot of impressions, but a lot of positive comments about it. Of course, there are going to be some negatives, and that's fine. I mean, that's yeah. that's part and parcel. I'm afraid that comes part with the territory. It comes with the territory of being a, um, an animal mogul. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know what the, I was going to just say. It comes with the territory of being a uh, you know an FI, a football index Twitter character, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, people are going to some people are going to like you, some people aren't, and that's no problem. It's true. It's true. Well, right. um, just before we... Well, I mean, there's going to be a little break now. You're going to hear uh, me plugging The Athletic. And um, then we're going to go right into the next segment. So if you guys do want to check out The Athletic, have a look over at uh, theathletic.co.uk forward slash fig. You get 50% off your subscription. It's about £2.50 a month, which is awesome. I bought some bloody blueberries that cost more than that the other day. I think you've mentioned blueberries before, Sporting Panda. Um, I have. I have indeed bloody expensive things um but here we are little bit of music probably and uh, we'll catch you very shortly hello and welcome back to the Fitcast extra episode 23 and we were dead wrong weren't we panda so for you that are tra- tuning in live right now and haven't listened already to the first half of the pod that is going to be available on Spotify, Apple, and all those good places, of course. Um, well, I went for a 65% increase overall. Panda went for a 50% increase. No, I went for 57. We're not releasing that. Not, we're not going to release that nonsense. Of course we are. Let me get loads of abuse. From yeah. Me, uh... Well, I mean, overall, according to some maths that I'm seeing Go on. from the likes of PB Man, we've increased about... We've increased... 30 percent ish i mean as you, i as think you, yeah i think the number's 30 to 32 percent um including team of the month yeah i mean ah, oh, this is difficult to even get my words out and try and coherently work through this announcement so do you want to start <sighs> yes so i i, <laughs> I just try, made... i'm scanning the comments as well which are distracting me. oh they are so distracting there's so many people here 228 people jesus christ um right. so i think i've had i've seen it best summated by a wise man called Loire Loire, mm. where he said when i step back from it and i look at it i think it's a uh, positive step for the platform but maybe not for the market which I think is really succinct. So for those of you that haven't had a chance to catch up, um, essentially Football Index have increased dividends um, by not that much of a significant amount, I suppose you could say. Um, Goalkeepers have got their own category uh, in the match day scoring. And also there is now a team of the month function where uh, players can win dividends on a monthly basis as well as a game day basis goalkeepers have their own category as i just mentioned um the team of the month dividends are not recyclable you don't have to buy them every 30 days um uh, so just to wrap up dividends on triple media days have increased by 1p on the first position to from 5 to 6p on the silver days we've had an increase of a penny on each positional 
uh, win. And then on goal days, we've had an increase of 2p on each positional win. And then we've had an overall of 51p up for grabs on Team of the Month, which is uh, probably the most peculiar increase we've ever seen, Panda. Um, I mean, I, I want to ask you the question, right? I know you're, mm. uh, you're trying to gather your thoughts because mm. we have been hit by a... Um, uh, um, we have been. We, we have been hurt. No, no, no. Listen. We haven't. We have been hit by curveballs. That's what I wanted to say. But what was your? Have we not? Give me, no, we have. That's what I said. We. Have. Oh, sorry. We have. Yeah. Okay. Let's be clear. Let's not. Let's so, not dress this up. They want honesty. What's your? What was <laughs> yep. your gut reaction when you first saw it? Gut reaction was I had the wrong link. Um, I was trying to scan it and work through things, and I, I kept seeing plus ones, and I was like, eh? and then, and obviously, I looked for media. Um, because I think we've got a very important period here where media is changing in a month. And mm. the words are they're rebuilding media from the ground up. And 81% of us have, have voted for foreign media to be brought mm. in. So where is that cushion coming from when our bets change? You know, I don't Did mind. Do you think it would have been we, irresponsible of them to increase dividends like by 50%, say, and then change the actual underlyings later um, in the month? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many of these prices are positive EV with that percentage growth. Um, I think we've backed the product heavily in a global pandemic. A lot of money has arrived into the market. The market's grown significantly since October. So I'm struggling to marry that up. I mean, look, if we zoom out, we can try and paint a rainbow here and we can say middle of a global pandemic, the product as a whole is in a better place. If you fast forward, we potentially have got NASDAQ, we'll have full order books, um, we'll have an enhanced media monitor, which is exciting. And the players are worth more today than they mm. were yet worth yesterday. Right? So if we look at it at a macro level, I think you can argue it's fine. I think well, the, other not... thing, the other thing Go is on. the transitional period that we're in that I think you alluded to earlier. Yeah. The kind of... <sighs> we've got sell orders coming in we've got the media change we've got nasdaq at some point maybe in late 2020 early 2021 so i think we've said um we've said uh you know we wish we could just fast forward to um september but i guess this transition to september is going to be a bit more difficult with with the increase that we've seen i think i need to understand how aggressive this marketing is coming like, moving forward you know because to repeat you know we have backed it heavily uh, in a bad period. And I understand the economic climate out there isn't strong. And I have to honestly say that I think that potentially there is a reluctance to commit to, you know, bigger payouts in the current climate mm. while mm. the economy settles. I think until COVID's over, they may want to be keeping an extra bullet up their sleeve. Um, and, that, and that's sensible to an extent, but yeah, like still this announcement, where do we take this product if we want to get it to a billion pounds? You know, and we're looking at the increase list today and the household names are all being sold off. You know, obviously, you know, people know my portfolio is top end, fine. So, but then I can accept losing money and that's all part of the journey. And I understand the platform has to sort of transition and go through peaks and troughs to get where it needs to be. But it's I mean, the, bo the bottom end isn't exactly, uh, you know, benefiting from it, is it? Well, look, I don't think the bottom end does benefit from this. I mean, if we think about the team of the month, which is the most exciting aspect of this, first of all, we need to be clear that shares don't need to be recycled for team of the month. Okay. So that's great. And we can all compete for that as long as we buy them before the 21st of this month. I run some quick calculations and numbers and it looks like Messi, Trent, um, Ilicic, 
Kimmich. You know, they are some of the household names that are going to benefit from team of the month. Okay, so so that's good. Um, well, I guess you can argue it's good. It depends on your strategy. The other thing is that Champions League and Europa League multipliers are going to be added, aren't they, to team mm. of the month? So if we think about this, your 1.25 multiplier is going to really come into play on your Champions League games. And the elite players have got an extra layer of value to them. Um, mm. So I, don't, I haven't seen that tweeted too much at the moment out there. Mm. I, um, I think if, if I want to add one more positive, yeah, go on, is, is I know, you know, me and you like to uh, read between the lines a lot. Adam Cole in his letter at the end, the new table will be in place for the 2021 season and live from today. Of course, we'll review our dividend table annually and relative to market growth. So that's interesting, isn't it? That last line and relative to market growth. Some would say that, uh, dividend increases or reviews might not be exclusively done uh, on a yearly basis or from e- in every, they, every they, this, this Do you, do you see something in between, in between yeah, those lines? I will say now confidently to the 290 people watching, which is a really good number, and many more <laughs> thousands will listen, I know that. We, this won't last us till next July, and that's my problem. We had mm. an opportunity to strike. Well, it's next August, isn't it? Yeah, next August. Do you think this is going to last us through Euro 2021? I think you're having a laugh. I mean, mm. we're going to gobble up this increase. Four years, of hist- four years of history on this product and increases have been gobbled up very, very quickly. The market yield at the moment is down to about, what, 6.5%, 7 um, mm. If we give this increase, which is about a 30 to 33% rise, your market yield's going up, what, to about 9 to 10%, 11%? Mm. It was mm. 21 at some stage. Now, I understand the coronavirus and the pandemic and... Yeah, maybe we, we probably do need to drag our expectations down, but that doesn't marry up to some of the Q&A comments about a £1 billion product. You know? And I just think and, from the market movement that we've seen in general. So, I mean, we, we've kind of discussed some of the, some of the positives there beforehand. Um, what, what are the, the main negatives that you take away from this then? Well, from this announcement? Yes. <sighs> uh, can I rewind the clock and go back to even five o'clock and have a bit of a moan there? Because uh, there was just sure. a, there was a lot of curveballs <laughs> thrown at me, and I had eight or nine minutes less to try and analyze that before the market reopened. This isn't good enough, you know. This they, how long they had to prepare for this announcement, and they're not going to give it at five o'clock on the dot to us. Maybe they had issues spending the market. Fine. I think that that was the issue from, okay. from my understanding. Okay, I think they, then, they did have an issue. So I think from what I but we've been there before, haven't we? We've been here before. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Delays, I, yeah. I think it's just not something that's quite um, from some of the techies I've spoken to uh, they I've, I've kind of explained that to them and they've said that's a that's an awful idea like basically turning the tap on uh, off and from a tech perspective apparently so I said I remember speaking to a tech guy at FI once and being like can't you just add like a blocker to the front of the tap like yep. a, a plug and then take yep. the plug out and he says the issue is if you have that plug um if you have that plug, then the people that are already there can stay on the platform, which is an issue, and you mm. can't force log them out. So I think if I wanted to, if I were to give them a bit of sympathy in that, it seems like a very difficult process, and the platform, so why, isn't, so, the platform isn't designed so put, to turn off put on and off. Fig, why not turn it off at 4.30 and then yeah. give us the announcement at 5 o'clock I, I, I think say it'll be f- down for a whole hour? I, I think in the future they need to, they need to say that it's going to be a, a window where the announcement yes. is dropped, like not, yeah. a, not an exact time. 
no if they can't cope with that and they've run through that in the background then maybe say it's going to be the market's going to be suspended between 4 and 6 p.m and the announcement's going to be within those two hours and then we've got a cushion either side instead i've got a shortened window to try and digest the goalkeeper dividends the new team of the month do a little bit of light modeling work out where the value is um so i think that was what annoyed me to start with and then the second thing is again i couldn't buy effectively the traffic issues haven't been solved. And I'm reluctant to, to lay into them too much on that because do we need to obviously be patient and wait for um, the NASDAQ kind of integration in September, October? But it was frustrating to not be able to execute my buyers at 5.31. My app was crashing. Um, the website mm. wasn't particularly fluent. So I think just the uh, potentially late announcement and then I couldn't execute my trades kind of irritated me a little bit to start with. And only mm. because we've been here a long time now and we know this is a startup company and we give them a wide margin for error. But I'm afraid to say, I don't think that's acceptable. Mm. Maybe everyone disagrees with me in the chat and you're happy to, but I just felt, yeah, too little, irritant, too little irritants um, to, to start the proceedings. Mm. Um, what about you? Well, any negatives? We, we will talk about positives because there are some, but any, other, any negatives from you? I think the main negative is this isn't, an increase that's going to take us to August 2021. Um, no chance, no chance. I, I think there's a, there's a, you know, I was thinking about it and I'm like, okay, that's, that's a bit crap for most traders because not that many people own goalkeepers. But if you look at it quite objectively and you look at it like if Panda, you and I were designing FI from the ground up, yes. you probably would have your own goalkeeper category. I, I agree. So, yeah, I, so I agree. But, but, but I guess the issue is um, it's taken money out of the top end it's not made the bottom end any more valuable, any of the dividends that they've added. It just has um, exponentially increased the value of goalkeepers, which is great for the whole market because it means, look, the more players on the market that have value, the better for Football Index, the platform, the traders on it, everything. But I do think that there was, you know, um, I don't know if it was the right time to do it. Like I would, if, if there was an 100, if we had an 100% increase or a 50% increase and goalkeepers were added, then, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, I, I love the, I, I always try to think of this, like, keep it simple, stupid, kiss the phrase. And um, what's it like? Oh, I forget the other motto because my head's scrambled. But I haven't liked having a top 200 and a squad. If I'm building something from the ground up, I agree with you. Common sense says it's nice to have a whole list. Common sense dictates that if you've got goalkeepers on the market and they're not winning dividends, what's the point of them being there? Mm. So I agree, you've got to give them some reward. I really like team of the month as a concept. And I think we've all clam clamoured for that. But I just can't understand the minimum uplift in other areas relatively to them. You know, we, we I was surprised by no star star man increases across the board as well. No star man increases, which is your carrot, which people chase. And it's exciting on those match days. Um, I hate to say it. I think it magnifies the issues on the PB matrix. For those of you who are in a camp of not liking the PB matrix, I think this magnifies it because you're rewarding um, a slightly flawed scoring system. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. That's a controversial point. I haven't kind of analyzed that deeply yet. Um, but yeah, I, I think fundamentally the product's in a, in a smoother place and a better place with these two new mechanics. No problem there. Add team of the month, add goalkeepers. Cause otherwise they just take them off the, take them off the platform if they can't win, but you haven't rewarded the other areas enough in my opinion. And mm. I hate to say it, Fig, more damage again to the lower end. Mm. 
Would you it, say it, it is? I think like a lot of people are looking at like, oh, you know, Sancho and Trent and a couple others have, have, have dropped a little bit. But, you know, I'm, you're going to be hard pressed to find like uh, sub 30p players that are going to win team of the month, honestly, or sub 50 or sub Make, no, make like, no mistake. I understand the sell off of the top end, but they are now handsomely they've been rewarded. Because those guys will compete for team of the month. If you, and you're not taking every single score over a month. You're taking the three highest scores, which mm. is very important, especially with Champions League football. So your household names and the top end has been rewarded. Intrinsic value on the top end has gone up. Relative value on the top end compared to goalkeepers has gone down. So mm. I understand that people may want to reorganise their capital and yeah. move to the goalkeepers. Because goalkeepers now are exponentially worth more money. Mm. Mm. Um, what about some of the other little uh, nibbles that we got in there? You know, um, the, let me bring up the questions. Uh, not, not the questions yet. The uh, oh, the um, what should we call it? The deadline being pushed back. The yeah. Okay. So the deadline being pushed back, I quite like commission free extension. The dividend okay. payout time wow. change. Okay, so one by those one. Are, those those so, are three things. Let's go one by one. So one by one. Pay, right. Deadline okay. being extended from three to four. Logical. Dividend deadline extended. Logical. I like it. I understand it. It enhances trading. Um, very happy with that. Four o'clock enough? Not for me, but potentially that's something for they now. can walk forward over the next five years of product development. Well, we've gone from midnight the day before to 12 to, to three, three to, to, to four. two to three to four. So I think it, it looks like understandable, logical, happy with that. That's the tip. Dividend payout time change. We're now paying our match day median in play dividends between 9am and 11am. Now, does this mean that they're going to be re- allowing Opta to make yeah. changes? Fine. Yeah. Look, the, the fans, the, the, the people listening, the Twitter, the FI community, you know, who I generally love. Um, I was probably in the wrong on that because I said, we need to lump it and like it at midnight and just accept their way. But they've listened and if they've, got, if they've got a way of allowing Opta to uh, recalculate their scores and get the correct answer and the correct players get their payouts, then, yeah, happy with that. So that's logical to me. If we're going to get more correct winners, then that's a good thing. Yes, yeah. Um, and lastly, commission-free extension to the, thir- the 30th of September. Hate it. I ha- hate that. I don't, I don't understand. Can anyone in the chat tell me what the benefit... I mean, number one, if they were desperate for money surely they'd be bringing in the 2% um, commission earlier. But why are they... Let me just see what FBI trade. Commission-free extension on bids was my only surprise. Yeah. I can't understand, guys, why they've extended that by a month. When ME is hurting growth, I believe, at times, um, why that's gone to the 30th of September, commission-free. That's a really random one, I think. It's so random. I I can't work that one out. That's throwing me. Mm. It'll be paired with sell orders. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting, George. Um, hmm. I prefer them. I'll tell you what, figure. I prefer them to whack us with 2% commission on the match engine and up the dividends. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Such is life. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, any, other, any other general thoughts, negative or positive? Um, so where, where are we here? So I basically said that I think that this is probably a general reluctance to commit to bigger payouts in the current climate with COVID, which is okay. Um, I don't know if the, I think the lower end has been hurt. I think this is another dagger in the lower end, which is interesting. Um, just what did I scribble down? Yeah, the UCL and Europa League multipliers are now very big for team of the month. Um, goalkeepers are exponentially worth more, especially young goalkeepers. 
I've got a bit of a problem, okay? This is another thing I forgot to say. If we're going to grow this to a massive, massive platform, how does that happen when Ter Stegen is winning more dividends than Kylian Mbappe? Mm. Logically, how, how can I go and explain to people that Ter Stegen's bringing home more money than Mbappe? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> you know, I'm a... Yeah, I'll just was waiting to see any chat comments there. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that, but mm. do you think then that that might actually push FI to have to increase dividends in other areas because now the think... the kind of goalkeeper to I still I still don't think the goalkeepers will have that much liquidity. That's the thing. I think I saw, I said it as soon as I said it to you as soon as I saw the announcement and I digested it. I said mm. I still don't think there's going to be that much liquidity there. I think people are going to really sit and hold on them, sit and hold on them, and not that many people are going to sell them, uh, and there's not going to be that much trading in them. I think no, because the, be, the, the value is going to be quite concentrated, and yeah, yeah. they're going to be not fair value, but they're going to be relatively fair value quite soon. In yeah. I, I mean, like three months. Yeah, I think so. Um, did you? How did? How were you thinking in the sense of um, how did you understand or read? Oh. Team of the month because well, I mean, I'm was, I'm, was... I'm upset again. Was it concise enough? I no. thought you had to recycle. I, I, um, I think you it know, was bad. I think it was bad communications. I think bad comms because they said before the 21st of this month to be eligible for July Team of the Month, and I read that that you had until the 21st of each forthcoming month to win your Team of the Month dividends. But no, um, one thing I'm slightly concerned about, and I have to question: Sh- Should I read it out? Because that was really confusing. Yeah, read, I, go on, read it out. I'm yeah. going to read it out. All right. All shares bought before 23.59.59 London time on the 21st of each month and held until the end of that month will be eligible to win Team of the Month dividends. This means shares currently in your portfolio are included. That was in bold. Team of the Month dividends are paid out on the second working day of the following month. For the life of me, I don't understand why it wasn't as hard to say. Um, all shares bought before uh, 25, 59.59 London time on the 21st of each month and held until the end of that month will be eligible to win Team of the Month dividends. This is not like in-play dividends where you have to recycle the shares. You have to essentially buy before the 21st to be eligible for that month's payout. I, I, I really do... This isn't like the first time that FI have had a quick hiccup with their comms. No. And when it's this important, I do think that there needs to be a bit more... Um, they has to got to nail. They got to nail that down. I mean, I don't think I'm particularly dumb. Some may question that. But, uh... <laughs> the polls, my DMs would, would question yeah, that. The people may think I'm dumb. I don't know, but I couldn't understand if you needed to recycle those shares, and that is such a huge issue with Team of the Month because the timeline was confused. Sorry, mate. So Spurs just have me. just conceded last minute, so that's made my mood a bit better in the last last minute, last second of the game. Shame uh, Jose's on such a big contract because Levy can't get rid of him now. Oh, no chance. <laughs> they, they've they um, got a chance, Spurs, of now, uh, if Everton pull a, pull a win out the bag, they'll be, they'll be joint 11th. But I just, okay, lovely. fair. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I was just reading what Josh Zatlin said. That's a fair point. Take that back then. Um, he just mentioned here, Ter Stegen probably won't win more than Mbappe. Goalkeeper divs are 33 to 50% of top forward payouts across bronze gold days, not to mention they are... Will his yield be higher? His yield will be actually but But, but the, the issue is that there are a lot more forwards competing than goalkeepers. Yeah, I mean, how many goalkeepers do we have on the platform? Is it 199? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter, though. No. It's, it's it, only realistically... It's way less, yeah. It's only realistically uh, 80 that start and play 90 minutes. Yes. So yeah. Mbappe, Mbappe is competing with... Oh, no. Handball disallowed. Oh, I'm gutted. Ah. Sorry. Oh, another way. Bloody hell. 
that's bad. Um, so Mbappe is going to be competing maybe with you know, 80 forwards sometimes at the same time almost. Yep. So uh, yep. a goalkeeper is having only 80 players to, to compete with is going to mean that some of them are going to, some of them are going to do, you know, you know, mm. a lot on dividends yearly. Those that get into the, the latter stages of the Champions League, et cetera, they're going to do a lot. Some of, the, some of the models I've seen out there discussed and some of the private chats I've had, we've assumed platform growth of 15% per year. Mm. So funnily enough, this 30% is actually above that. Mm. Now, if they were to offer 30% increases a year, that puts a lot of these players underpriced. But, um... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think one of the funny things you said in, the, in our kind of um, little prequel, right? The, yeah. uh, the bit that we recorded before the announcement, you said... Oh, that... don't, don't embarrass me. <laughs> so, no, no. But you did say something smart. You said modelling with FI is so tough because... How do you account for X, Y, and Z? But you can't model for stuff like this, though, right? You know, goalkeepers suddenly becoming uh, thirty-five times more valuable than they used to be. Um, no, this, this is this is why, to an extent, you do a rough finger in the air check. You've got to think sensibly about prices. Age is critical in football index, in my opinion. But you can't really compute for, you know, yeah, goalkeepers astronomically. Uh, increasing on an announcement not day. possible it's not, not possible, possible. Um, so no matter how much time you spend modeling i think it's always best to be flexible and try and keep it simple which you know i, I try and do because if the top end is illiquid then the whole thing falls down anyway so i play a bit of a cowardly game and operate up there um, mm. but you know i think ultimately uh, this F. is going to sound Dustin's just dm me and said have you seen them posting the wrong dividend table oh don't give me just that look at look at star man have they posted the wrong table? Yeah, I don't they, want to hear well, this. No, no, no. They've, they've done plus two pence on a gold day, but it's not actually increased two pence. Oh. Mm. For Starman. Or maybe they've meant it and they didn't, they didn't actually do it. I don't know. I can't. They are, I'm going to hang up soon. I'm starting to lose my patience. <laughs> um. <sighs> Um, so <laughs> so what I think we should do now is yep. should we ask like five questions each from Twitter and then we'll do some from YouTube okay and then okay. that'll be in time fine. for us to wrap up fine yep variety oh let me bring the profile up here and look through the questions we've got 50 questions okay um, okay Sully FI are you confident of the market cap target of £1 billion given tonight's dividend table announcement? That's question one. I'll ask you that. In two years' time? Is there a time range? Um, I think he meant in two years. I wouldn't say I'm confident because that would be like an 85% chance. Yep. I think there might be like a 55% chance. Yeah, I think this has pushed back my billion pounds <laughs> uh, Adam Cole tweet you know this is the thing right if if Adam if we didn't have had those tweets and look I understand the likes out there of um, our FBI traders of Oakland account and many others <laughs> how am I trying to say this in a, in a coherent way we shouldn't be getting carried away expect nothing then you won't be disappointed it doesn't really wash with me in this instance because we've had the CEO lead us with communications and be very positive. And if we can't take the CEO's word with any integrity or confidence, then, you know, whose can we take? So mm. to me, 
if the if they just announced today as 30% at the very start of COVID, then I think we're all very happy. Mm. Um, but I think with the comms and some of the, the figures being thrown around, that's a bit of a mismatch to me. That's not a congruent fit in, in the sense of um, how you're going to get there with this increase because the market's going to outgrow this extremely yeah. quickly. And we're going to be in a stale market in November or December. Um, mm. I can promise you guys now that there might be a lot of negative Sancho people out there because I hold so many. I have to say, I think they're petrified of the payouts on him because the media is <laughs> going to be huge. Um, that's my tin hat conspiracy theory. <laughs> and, but at the same time, I think we need Sancho to go to Manchester United to grow this product. And I know that sounds crazy, but if Sancho goes to United and is winning a load of media and goes up in price, I think we do have that drag on effect and it drags other prices up. Mm. If the top of the market sits completely still, I don't think we get the rises underneath it. I've spoke a lot about um, a parked car theory, you know, like a multi-story car park. And mm. if you've got all the cars bumper to bumper, there's nowhere really for the, for the kind of um, middle floors. Is that a thing? Uh, multi-car park? Sorry, multi, mu- sorry, multi-story car park is what I'm talking about. If we've got all the cars bumper to bumper, right, queuing up to the top of it, there's, no, there's nowhere, to, to nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. The only reason why Foden and some of those guys like Saka have risen isn't because people are modelling intrinsic value on the whole. It's because they're saying they look cheap compared to Sancho. I can mm. have three shirkies compared to Sancho. And that's what people um, need to realise. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been buying more um, on the bidding system. We won't go into there. Just looking at the comments. <laughs> uh, you're spot on, Panda. There you go. There, you there go. we go. So, let's, so sorry. So the both, comments are going so quickly. Sorry, guys. The comments so are going to, so quickly. We can't to Sully FI's comment, yeah, I think this pushes us back. And um, I think, yeah, we'll see what happens with the transfers and whether the top flies again. Um, one more from Sully FI. Another thoughts? one? Yeah, just one. Because he asked two in one tweet. Fig, what are your thoughts on FI's current cash position? This is a hard question. Has he said that um, to, to me specifically? No, but I've said it. <laughs> and to put you on the spot. Um, yeah. What, what's the uh, thoughts on their cash position and or profit position given tonight's announcement? Um, I, I still think from everything I've seen, like the information that we have available to us, it's probably good considering how much money went into the market or has gone into the market between March and now. You know, you're probably you're probably talking about FI have taken in about what would you say, Panda, 30 to 35 billion pounds worth of bets since 35 million of bets, if you include, March, especially yeah. if you include dividends since March, maybe a touch more. Yeah, and they've reduced and they've they've disabled the need to uh, buy our bets back five to sell, even though I think that was decent um, money maker for them. It gives them more flexibility from a financial position. I I can only think that the conversations that they're having from like a very senior exec level is yep. what happens if we go really aggressive here and COVID bites us in the ass? Like what yes. happens if COVID comes back with a, with a vengeance in November? In the wind. It, it, yeah, because we've got the common influenza, haven't we? The common flu. Sorry, the common flu, uh, which is influenza, I believe. Yeah, that that hits the hospitals hard in the winter. Mm. If we've got a tail end effect on COVID. And we have more disruption. You do need to probably be prudent about that. Mm. Um, mm. That's the only thing I, I can think of, as I've said a few mm. times. Um, yes. And yeah. FI aren't a, uh, you know, they're not a 20 person company anymore. They, they have a board, they have more than. You Absolutely. Know, it's regimented. It's, you know, like Correct. it's not like a, a Panda and Fig Corp. 
no, 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 no. Um, so, so do you not if, think? I, tell, I, I, sorry, I just butt in because I'm passionate about this. Do you on. not think, Fig, that if the letter today was a little bit more transparent and they said, "Look, we're spending," they've already said it, but to re to firm it up a little bit, we're spending a hell of a lot of money on an aggressive advertising campaign. We're spending a lot on personnel, quality mm. personnel in our building, um, infrastructure, uh, IT, NASDAQ implementation. This is a huge year for us to remodel and rebuild our HQ, you know, and kind of build the engine of the company up on against the backdrop of COVID. So we're going to be, um, I don't know, maybe they couldn't say prudent, but just be very transparent and upfront about it as to, you know, where things are sitting. I just think that it enabled a few people to get carried away. But that's a complicated one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I mean, all, all uh, you know, signs pointed to, to something more aggressive, you know, considering what we've seen in the past four months. Um, but but it, it obviously wasn't to be. It wasn't to be, no, no, no. Uh, your question. Go on. What have we got here? Um, there's so many, bloody hell. I don't see someone here from F.I. Perez who's in the Discord, another gooner, good on him. Yeah. One yeah. plus point, do you believe Team of the Month will be used, used as a marketing tool? Seems an easy thing mm, to promote mm, to bring mm. in new users. Plus, yep. it's easier to understand than most dividends. I think it's, a, I think it's an exceptional point. Um, I think with SMDP, we all had our calculators out late on that Friday night, and it wasn't executed very well. Mm. So SMDP <laughs> had that confusion that around us. it. Uh, that stumped me, especially that most things do seem to stump me. SMDP was complicated. Um, there was notions from EJ and myself. We quite liked the idea of over 175 PB being a penny, over 250 PB being 2P, and having that type of mechanism in place with a 30-day eligibility. Again, you're adding a touch of complexity to the market where it's already quite quirky and there's a mm. lot of win mechanics. Team of the month in this form I think it's quite beautiful. You know, when I look at it and the presentation of it, I think it's a great thing. And I think it does make it quite easy to advertise. It looks so smart, got, doesn't it? It looks really good. I've got no problem with that win mechanic. It's, it's just when I compare that to the increases outside of it. But yeah, Perez, I agree that I think it is a good marketing tool. You're up. Um, let me see. FI Dustin, my artist in the background. Do you think that the announcement has now completed all dividend structures on this platform for the, at least the next five years? I think he means in wind mechanics. Yeah. Um, do you think this has been added to complete the system and the base is now complete in order to build growing? Forward? No, no. I think no? there'll be more. I think you there'll think there'll be more wind mechanics? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I think so. Maybe, you know, team That's of the season, that... team of the week. Hmm. I, I didn't think so. I thought, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. I kind of like to think of it that we are set up now for the future, you know, with the goalkeeper mechanic, the defender, midfielder, forward, and a nice team of the month for consistency. I think it pleases um, a fair amount of people. Can I just, you, just one, on. one note here. There was a guy on the forum who has an only goalkeeper portfolio. Really? So he says, my whole portfolio is based around goalkeepers. The more people talk about their lack of value, the more I'm convinced FI need to do something about it. I've got a, an average of 600 features in 95 goalkeepers all playing in PB leagues with the exception of Onana who all start oh. their clubs. Their values are all low and they maintain their value too importantly. When the PB review comes and I anticipate tweaks rather than wholesale changes, I would expect to see goalkeepers given a far better chance <laughs> of winning PB. If or when this happens, their values will rise considerably. As it stands, the best goalkeeper in the world 
is Allison in his 88th P. Surely this doesn't sit right with Adam Cole and the gang, but someone mm. so outstanding in their field is dwarfed by players in their 30s outside the PB leagues that nobody has heard of. I've held these for about six months and kept a really close eye on them. We'll be keeping even if these there aren't changes because their day will come and I want to be there with them when it does. Blimey. Yeah, I, do you know what? Well done. <laughs> Fair play. Well I've done. You've read between my, the lines far better. <laughs> I doff my, we doff our caps to you, sir, and congratulations. When oh, the goal, when, who was the last goalkeeper to win the Ballon d'Or? Um, you know, I don't, who was the last goalkeeper to get on back? I guess they do get on back pages, but... Look, very Neuer, happy. Came, Neuer came third, didn't he? Yeah, to be, to be fair, very happy that they've got their own um, dividend area. But I just think goalkeepers aren't going to take this platform to £1 billion. No. I don't no, think no. people analyse... They're like 1% sheets. of the puzzle, aren't they? Yeah, goalkeepers are a very small sliver of the pie, which is going to lead us to the promised land. I'm going to ask another one, sorry. FBI sure. trader, do you think a big problem was people's expectations of anything between 50 to 100% being too high, leading ultimately to disappointment? <sighs> FI have, had, have paid out a lot of bonuses during COVID and are sensibly managing their finances while giving away more divs and added value. There is some truth in that, but I don't agree overall with that statement, no. No, not with some of the messages coming from FIHQ themselves. Um, not with mass IPOs. Let's not forget we've got hundreds of IPOs that are going to launch on the new Dutch auction potentially on, on NASDAQ that are going to dilute the market even further. We've got a media change coming up, um, which is going to infect media payouts. That's already been kicked twice with Euros and with um, opening up the squad. Uh, and fourthly... They've removed a fair chunk of liquidity from the lower end, and I thought they may do something to reinvigorate that area, but no. So I think it needed a bit more of an increase, to be honest with you, to compensate for, for those points I just raised. I agree. I agree. Um, and I'm happy for FBI to agree with me, but they're, they're the four points, I think, that were behind my 50 to 57% um, estimation. Hmm. All right, you're up. Yep. Uh, Robo says, no, 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 no. Chris Barker, probably not the time for a question about milk, is it? Um, <laughs> Findex Frog, keepers have worth, tick, happy. Team of the month is class, I'm glad it's finally here. Happy, did increase. Oh, I think Findex Frog, you're just saying he's fairly happy with it, and I think we've discussed that already. I'm just scanning here. Okay, FI Gerard. Oh, here's Dave W. Are you the reason for the Sancho drop? No, it's not me. Uh, FI Gerard, given the simple fact prices have risen over 60% since the last dip review, how much further is 30% supposed to take us? Uh, we, do we know that, don't we? We, we, we know that. Up. I think, I mean, if I was a betting man and you gave me markets, Panda, I'd be saying about November the 26th or something like that. Do you think we'll have to have another increase? Well, I think it might have to be over that Christmas period, beginning of 2021. Because like, I, I genuinely... Like, you know, let's say Sancho goes to United and becomes a £20 player. Because under those payouts, these payouts, he could easily do it. Yep. What happens when he, you know, plays well for United, scores the first goal, gets the first media win, gets the PB win? You get to the point in November where he's like maybe 23, 24, 25. It doesn't go up from there. That we were, we were the max payout payout was similar to what it is now, mm. um, or what it was before the increase, and we had twenty four pound players, right? So yes. it's not insurmountable to get to that price. It might not happen, but as we get close to that price um, with Sancho, uh, which is harder, I guess, with BMEs and more futures being in players, etc. You've got to you've got to think that the, the sooner that market leader 
gets to that kind of um, 20 pound price mm. the the quicker fi will have to act and i think they will have to act you know i like think it's... i i think they'll have to act big time mm. in uh november december time that's mm. a long a lo- that's many months away mm. and football index changes a lot in a week mm. i think by the time we get to november they'll have to act already a lot of people don't want to buy a footballer for 14 pounds it's a potential barrier to entry uh, which i understand so I think they'll have to act if he arrives. Yes. Mm. Um, All right. One, one more from me, and then we'll one do more some, from you, and then we'll go YouTube. to YouTube. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, let's have a, let's see. It's got to be a good one, doesn't it? Hmm. Bloody hell! Some some people have asked random questions here. They want to know about milk, science, squirrels, you know, all sorts out there. Mm. Do you think the timing of introducing the team of the month is good, considering the bottom end of the market needs to see some help? This is from FI Yeti. This is kind say of that, say, say that again, sorry. Say Do you thing? think the timing of introducing the team of the month is good, considering the bottom end of the market seems to need the most help? Ah, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's a really difficult question. I, I have to have to repeat what I've said, to be honest with you. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of an unfortunate turn of events for the lower end. And I think there's a few players down there now that will take a long time to exit. I think this puts well and truly into perspective that supply and demand and being liquid on your holds is incredibly important, mm. depending can, on how quick you want to trade. Can I just do a really quick last one from Index DH? Because it's literally just come in. That's why it's popped up on my on my feed. Do you think that FI have purposely geared their dividend increase to PB as this is much more unpredictable compared to media dividends so that they have to pay out less? I think if we include the fact that there is going to be a change, a revamp in MB, yeah. it makes sense. But I think generally FI want to want to go towards the performance base, which makes sense, doesn't it? Not for me, no. It doesn't no, make but sense. I mean, I'm in the minority. Sorry. I mean, I understand loads of people want to go to PB. I've always been a media trader. You know, I quite enjoy thinking about the intangibles and, um, you know, why someone may have a, a story arc to get themselves in the media. I like betting on media when there's no football one. Mm. Um, I think media is a, is a really important pillar in the product. I agree. So I wouldn't want it to skew too much to PB. But I'm in the minority and I can accept being wrong with, you know, if people mm. love PB and want to do that. So, All right, yeah. we've got by the way, we've minute, got nine minutes now from YouTube for YouTube. So, we've got nine minutes from YouTube. There's a good tweet out there, guys, from at dry off your cheeks. And he gives you the month payouts uh, for 2019 20, August to June. He's so coming on the pod soon. I'm going to retweet it, guys, and uh, have a look. It'll give you some insight into who would have won the team of the month dividends for last year. Mm. right let's do some uh, youtube questions post right. away guys youtube questions um are fi gardener are you looking forward to another quid rising tonight? <laughs> i think that's off the cards i'm afraid gardener um uh, <laughs> how, how much did predicted score villa united united to continue comfortably four um, one I reckon four that. one okay fig uh, goblin how much do you think the top goalkeeper will be worth in a month one pound 65 yeah, I think 185, 190. Do you think uh, they left the bulk of the dividend increase for the share split? Probably not. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think so, Fig. Do you not think we're going to get a quite healthy increase? Well, like, we mustn't <sighs> sk- maybe give them too much credit. There, I don't know. So you say no. Okay. Caleb Hale, discuss. Uh, who is this mysterious Caleb? Caleb is Hale. Is he a real person? Is he a real person or is he the market maker? There's conspiracies out there that Caleb well, Hale... Well, he's been buying a lot of players from the market, hasn't he? 
Yeah, I don't think Caleb Hale understands the match engine. Um, <laughs> we've got to race through these to keep up. Louis Hugh Jones, uh, do you think FI will ever learn how to communicate themselves effectively? It's basically got to the point where you can't trust or read into anything they say. A very cutting question. Uh, I think it's definitely improved their comms over. If we look at kind of, if we scored their their comms like, on a graph, between yeah. 2016 to now yeah. on a graph, yeah. it would have improved. But I think we've gone from like a a three to a 6.75. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think for that's right. This massive room for improvement. Stortford Yeti, do you think adding more complexity is a good idea? Look, what I'd say Stortford Yeti to that is what I've said before. I think this is the best way. Stortford Yeti. Stortford Yeti. I think this is the best way to add an extra mechanic. I think Team of the Month is a beautiful concept. Mm. I mean, Um, we we predicted it, didn't we? Some form of it. I got the the form of it wrong. Um, Fig, rate the announcement as a whole out of 10. Like a 6.75, maybe 6.25. I was being generous there. What's par? Six or five? Five, probably. So you're above par? I'm like a... I, I think if I had to do it from a purely um, product perspective, I'd say like yep. an 8.75. From a market yep. perspective, I think it's like a two. Yeah, I because think there's it's, more yeah, yeah. product things that have been announced. I'm kind of trying to skew that. Maybe a six overall. Yeah, I agree. Product-wise, I think it's been really great. But market-wise, mm, dismal. Um, MM, oh, do you want to ask some? Mm. Sorry, I'm hogging <laughs> this. I'm getting carried away here, trying to interact. And Louis Hugh Jones says a four. Um, uh, Jacob Stafford, is there an issue with the fact we don't want to criticise the platform before cut because casting negativity on the product whilst still having a holding is very counterproductive to our bottom line? Mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe some people don't want to do it, but I feel like we've been fairly scathing and um, and said what needs to be said over the last six months. Maybe I think direct, no tr- direct feedback is always the best feedback. I mean, that's absolutely, absolutely, and they need to listen to us to an extent. And um, you know, I don't, I don't. Maybe a part of the community. Um, that's fair to say. David um, Snow, will you be buying any goalkeepers? That's such a good question. You know. Um, can I be honest and just say I haven't bought any goalkeepers and I've bought more of your, um, well, shall I say premium household names who are going to be in the Champions League? Um, so I, I haven't, but I've made a mistake probably not buying them. Bloody hell, sorry. I'm just looking, I'm just looking at uh, dry your cheeks off. Trent has won 43 pence. Trent is going to be an absolute monster. Trent's, <laughs> won f- Trent's got 43 pence of team of the month dividends. And he's what, what time on free kicks. Is that from? Is that I think he's run season? this from the first of. Um... This is just this whole season. Bloody yeah. hell. That is quite so. And Messi, 44 pence. Neymar, 16 pence. Yeah. Um, it's your household names. I mean. Well, look, look at your midfielders Joseph Ilicic, Joshua Kimmich, Danny Pareko, Jaden Sancho, Kevin De Bruyne. You know, Jaden wow. Sancho's won as much team of the month as Kevin De Bruyne. Kostic, Tony more Cruz. Than, more than Tony Cruz. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's your household names again, isn't it? It's enhancing their value. Yeah. I think all the money has actually gone to the wrong place. And when the dust settles in a month, I think the market will look very different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any other questions from... Well, let's have a look. Um... We need sell orders urgently, I think, chaps, to, uh, to come in. But we have to wait six weeks for those. Where do spreads level out once full order books come in? That's from Football Index Bidder. Mm, I think it just varies, doesn't it? Is he is he looking at an overall market or? Per, I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because some mm. spreads will be one to two percent, and some will be 
20 to 30 percent which sort of natural Mm. all right you've got one last question and then we're we're okay and then we uh yeah it'll all seem better in the morning (laughs) right Uh, oh go on fig why do you think they oh hang on can can i just say soul uh fi trader soul has um uh just tweeted you said sporting panda can't bring himself to admit team of the month is a positive for lower end of the market no matter how many comments come in from twitter and youtube to the fi guide podcast about how positive traders think it would be he's still pumping sancho etc hashtag embarrassing that's fair enough you know well, i mean we've just seen the stats so i've seen i've we've got just the sta- seen the stats in front yeah. of us mate i've got the stats in front of me so Literally you not, look none of those players are listen go please go and buy soul can go and buy them and you know we yeah I, I'm, I'm trying to help the family out here i'm giving you stats with cold hard facts go on you so got we'll last, see how that all pans question. out um crispy are you less angry now panda oh shit i've asked a question which is meant for you that shows my ego's growing uh, you know, after looking at the chat comments, I do feel better now we've been a family together. Good online therapy session. Isn't it? It's quite a good online therapy session, this actually, and I've quite enjoyed the comments. A hug from Stu. Um, oh, and I've got to change my uh, header, although I don't want to do that now. From don't FI forget Destiny. your rebrand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to do my header. Perfect time. Start, yeah. start lingering in the background. All right. Well, <laughs> I feel better. <sighs> Where can people out. find out more about you? At sporting underscore panda. And um, have a look at the treat from Dry Your Cheeks, who is an yeah. expert data analyst and will give you some insight into who wins Team of the Month. Mm-hmm. We all stand together tonight. Much love to everyone out there. Thank yep. you very much, everyone. Off uh, we go. You can follow me at FI Guide. Thank you, everyone, much for listening. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in live with 300 people. 330 people live. Incredible. Never less than 234. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Such much great love. fans. Such great, great fans. Great community on the whole. And we will get through it all together. Don't you worry. Catch you soon, everyone. Let's go and watch United. <laughs> <laughs>